Welcome to the Shepherd King Podcast. We exist to equip pastors and leaders in the local church to transcend beyond current culture, to see government through the lens of the gospel, and engage as modeled in the scriptures. I am Leo Lazzarini. And I'm Greg Baker. Welcome to the Shepherd King Podcast. Thank you for joining us on one more episode as we continue our series on bringing kingdom culture to government. We're very excited about this series because it highlights a lot of what we do in the capital here in the state of Iowa, bringing kingdom culture to our governing authorities. And our hope is to really break it down. What does it look like to build kingdom culture and bring kingdom culture to our governing authorities in every state and even beyond this country as well? What does that look like? And today we'll be talking about being citizens of heaven. Greg, we are talking about building and bringing kingdom culture to government. How important is to have a mindset of a citizen of heaven, right? Adopting the heavenly citizenship as we think about bringing kingdom culture to government. This is a foundational truth that if you do not get it right, you cannot be a kingdom ambassador. You have to know who you are an ambassador for and where you represent. If you get that wrong, you will never represent the right culture, the right values. Just like if the United States ambassador goes to China and forgets they're from the United States, they'll be extremely ineffective. Where does your citizenship lie? And what we find from Hebrews 11, Hebrews 11 is a fantastic passage for us to look at for really this whole series of building and bringing kingdom culture to government, not only government, really these next few episodes of things that we are going to outline here, you can apply to no matter where you're at. Whether you're working in a corporate office, working at a restaurant, maybe attending school, staying at home, like whatever it is, these are things that you can apply to your life, to your home, to your place of work, just the, the very method to which you live. And a lot of this is dealing with foundational truths of who you are. And citizenship is part of who we are. And listen to this from Hebrews 11. I, I love this. These all died in faith, referring to this hall of witnesses, many men and women who gave their lives to serve in the Lord. These all died in faith, although they had not received the things that were promised. But they saw them from a distance and greeted them and confessed that they are foreigners and temporary residents of the earth. Now those who say such things make it clear that they are seeking a homeland. And they're thinking about where they came from, that every opportunity to return. But they now desire a better place, a heavenly one. Therefore, God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he has prepared a city for them. Anything about Philippians 3.20, Paul says, But our citizenship is in heaven. For we also eagerly await for a Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. You are a citizen of heaven. And where your citizenship lies is where your ultimate allegiance lies. Your ultimate allegiance lies in the kingdom of God, period. And those 
who come from the kingdom are beholden to the king. That's what kingdom means. It means the king's domain. The king rules. So when you think about different incidents and then the scripture, when sometimes man commanded God's people to do something that were against God's laws, every time they submitted to God. Why? Because he holds ultimate authority. Because his kingdom is where your ultimate citizenship lies. If you are going to have an impact on this side of eternity, you must grasp that you are a citizen of the kingdom of God. That when you are born again, your citizenship transferred to where it was always supposed to be and is the home that God is calling people back to. We had um, just a very, very dear sister in our community group that uh, my wife and I were very close to that uh, is moving overseas to be a missionary in a land that doesn't really heard much of the gospel and quite frankly doesn't have the Bible translated in their languages. And she's taken a, an incredible step of faith. And when I think about her, I think if she sees Iowa as her home, she will never make it there. In reality, in the country that she now lives, she's just as much of a foreigner there as she was here. Her citizenship didn't change. Her home never changed. The home was always the same. It was always the kingdom of God. Mm-hmm. And this is something the Jewish people terribly missed when they got sent to Babylon. Mm-hmm. They saw their lives as over. They did not understand the eternal Jerusalem that was to come, except for these individuals that Paul or whomever wrote Hebrews mm-hmm. is highlighting here. He says these individuals <coughs> were seeking a new homeland because mm-hmm. they desired a better place. And this is foundational. If you're going to build and bring kingdom culture anywhere in your life, you must know that your citizenship is in that kingdom. And that is the very reason why you're bringing it, because you are highlighting your home. You're an ambassador for your home. That's well said, Greg. Our identity, our conviction of where we we are from or where we're going impacts the way that we live our day-to-day life. And um, Greg, in Hebrews 11, talks about the heroes of the faith that have um, received that citizenship, that we're looking for this land, looking for this promise of this kingdom. And how how do we, and how did they, how do we receive such a citizenship? How are we made citizens of heaven? Leo, as you know very well, citizenship comes at a cost. Mm-hmm. Especially since we were talking about a citizenship transfer. You and I were not born citizens of the kingdom of God. We were born citizens of the kingdom of darkness and a place ruled by the ruler of this age, the scripture calls it, the Mm -hmm. devil. It says in Colossians 1 that he has rescued us from the dominion, the domain of darkness and has transferred us into the kingdom of the son he loves In him, we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. There was a transfer of 
citizenship. And I think about this transfer. A price was paid in it. So, Leo, you are currently going through the United States immigration process. Mm -hmm. It's not free, is it? <laughs> not at all. <laughs> not even close, right? <laughs> but you think about what the American citizenship costs. Mm -hmm. It is significantly cheaper than what this citizenship transfer cost. Mm -hmm. What was the cost? It was the king himself dying. Mm -hmm. King Jesus, heir to the throne of David, came not to be served, but to serve and give his life as a ransom to many. Mm -hmm. He paid the price of citizenship on the cross. He took away the things that casted us out originally back in Genesis 3 as kingdom citizens. He paid the debt that was required so that you and I can enter back into our citizenship with the kingdom of God. And this is an invitation made available for all people. And here's the great news. There's no caps on the different countries. There's no limitations. Jesus called back out his disciples, go back out. There is room in the banquet hall. Compel them to come in. Compel them to come in. This is not a tight, closed border. This is a border that God is welcoming people and saying, come through Christ. Christ is the bridge. The bridge is open. The gate's not locked. But there's only one bridge, and that's Jesus. There's no other way. Mm -hmm. There's one way. I'm the way, the truth, and the life, Jesus said. I am the way to the Father. Follow me. And that is the price of our citizenship. And for those of you who are listening, if you're not a citizen of the kingdom of God, you must come to the way of Christ. And those of you that are, you must remember what you did when you became a born-again Christian. You crossed that bridge, and you are no longer a citizen of this world, but you are now a citizen and heir to the throne to the Most High King, Jesus. Hmm. That's, that's well said, Greg. Greg, as we think about bringing kingdom culture, how important it is that we reflect on the price that was paid for us to enter into this kingdom and how, how we, out of just appreciation and love for what Christ has done for us, we're able to live out such a citizenship that reflects our home that now is in heaven, right? Um, we talk about having kingdom impact at the capital. How does this citizenship allows us to have the maximum impact there? This is what's ultimately going to protect us from nationalism to patriotism. Mm -hmm. You're like, oh, that's an interesting play on words. What, what do I mean by that? Because we'd all probably define these things differently. The scriptures say that we're citizens of heaven, but we're temporary residents of the earth. Mm -hmm. It says to the temporary residents dispersed in, and then Peter goes through a list of cities. In John 17, Jesus says, I'm not praying that you take them out of the world, but that you protect them from the evil one. They are not of the world, just as I am not of the world. Sanctify them by the truth. Your truth is the word. And you sent me into this world, so I have sent them into this world. You and I are citizens of heaven that have been sent to this place. Uh, I love about Acts 17. He says, from one man, he has made every nationality to live over the whole earth, and he has determined their appointed times and boundaries for which they live. He did this, they might seek God, and perhaps they might reach out and find him, though he's not far from each one of us. 
Jesus Christ sent you to the place you live. Mm -hmm. He knew the exact time and place that you'd be born. He chose the time period of history, and he chose the geography of the very land that you live, and he drew the borders. Mm -hmm. That is the beauty and the power of the sovereignty of God. And if that doesn't embolden you, I don't know what does. When you say, well, I can't reach my neighbors. This is not where I'm supposed to be in this time. That flies in the face of scriptures. God says, no, this exact time, in this exact place, I placed you. Why? He did this so they might seek God, and perhaps they might reach out to him and find him, though he's not far from each one of us. Everyone, everywhere they are in the world is in the perfect place mm-hmm. to meet the Lord at the perfect time in human history. So I think about this. God has placed me in the United States of America, in the state of Iowa, in the city of Des Moines, at this place in time. Mm-hmm. And the truth is that this is the best place for me to know him. It is the best place for my neighbors to know him. And what I must do, if I'm going to have kingdom impact, I must know that this is my temporary residence. There is another place that holds my allegiance that I am here for. And I am going to be an ambassador of that place. Mm-hmm. And that delicate balance is critical. It's that understanding that this is temporary residence, a residence, yes, but temporary, with an eternal home to follow that's going to significantly change the way I live. It's going to significantly change it. Mm-hmm. And we must unpack that. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Greg. Well, thank you for talking about citizens of heaven and how that impacts the way that we think about building and bringing kingdom culture uh, to every area of life, like like Greg mentioned, but also to government. Uh, it's important to bring a different culture. Now, Greg, why do you see this as being so important for us when we think about bringing this type of culture to our government? We think about government is the issuer of citizenship. And earthly governments issue out citizenship. We just talked about yours. If we forget where our heavenly, eternal citizenship lies, we will get trapped into laboring for this world. And the arena of government is where that is so risky because the very institution that is issuing our earthly citizenship. And what easily happens to us in our effort to love Christ and live out well for him here, when we step in the arena of government, we can so easily get warped into building the kingdom of the world. And what ultimately happens when we do that, we lose our effectiveness of ministry because we lost our secret sauce. What's our secret sauce? It's not us. It's Mm -hmm. the king. Mm -hmm. That's what makes us powerful. And two, we labor for things that are temporary that have expiration dates. But when we remember where our true citizenship lies, we represent our true king before our earthly kings. Think about Paul. Why was Paul able to stand with boldness before Caesar? Yeah, Caesar, you're big and you're important, but let me tell you, you will bow someday. Mm-hmm. You are not the king of kings, you will bow. And Jesus says, do not fear the one that can kill the flesh. Fear the one that can kill the flesh and the soul. Caesar, you cannot touch my soul. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And that's why Paul is able to enter in a spirit of boldness, but a spirit of love as well as Paul knew why he was here. Caesar needed to know about the king. Mm-hmm. He needed to know about him. And Paul kept his priorities tight. And that is so critical for us here today. Mm-hmm. We are called to submit to you, but you are not the king of kings. You will someday bow. Our citizenship is in a kingdom to come. We will love this place, but it will end. The United States of America will end. It has a set expiration date. Only the kingdom of Jesus goes forever, period. Mm -hmm. And that is where I am a citizenship. Mm -hmm. And that is freeing. It is empowering. And it is what gives us an incredible ministry. Mm-hmm. That's great. And as you mentioned, Greg, even moving either to another country for, um, for missions or working in um, the corporation or working at the capital, this is what keeps uh, believers going, knowing that there is hope of an eternal kingdom that we're laboring for. So, Greg, thank you so much for unpacking this concept of citizens of heaven, how that connects with bringing kingdom culture to every sphere of life, but also government. And we hope that you you join us on our next episode next week. The Shepherd King podcast is brought to you by the Church Ambassador Network, a ministry of the Family Leader Foundation that inspires the church to engage government for the advance of God's kingdom. For more information about the Church Ambassador Network, or if you would like to donate, please visit our website, thefamilyleader.com backslash church.